0: Welcome to Money & Me, the show where we help you make great decisions to save, spend and invest your money. I'm Michelle Martin. Don't you wish someone shared with you the essential money skills that you need to pick up? The right home, maybe pick the right credit card for air miles. You can go to my Instagram for that. Or maybe even talk to you about the realities of the tax system here in Singapore. Did you know only 15% of parents speak to their children about household finances. 31% uh, never even do that. This according to an Invest in You survey by CNABC and Acorns Invest. So parents, how can you strengthen your child's confidence in their math skills and more than that, their ability to understand what can seem like complex financial systems that really any adult must navigate, right? Would you talk to them about Singapore's tax system? What makes it attractive? What is income from capital gains? Why is it non-taxable? How do you frame that for a young mind? Well, today we have a maths specialist, Zhang Zheying. He's a father of two and he believes children need to know what's involved in the realities of adulting. In particular, children need to understand taxes. It's one of the fundamentals in life, right? He's co-founder of the Good School Learning Hub here for a short course on how you can talk to your children about the tax system here in Singapore. So famous for its low corporate rates, its progressive personal income taxes as well. But how do we communicate this to a young mind? Good morning, Jing.
1: Hi, good morning, Michelle.
0: Very nice to speak to you. Now, share with me why you think it's important parents really talk to kids about taxes, even if they're little.
1: I believe the two key reasons why parents need to teach their children about taxes boil down to improving financial literacy as well as uh, inculcating a sense of responsibility. Learning about taxes helps children learn about how money works. It not only helps them to understand some aspect of management of personal finance but also how the government uses taxes to support spending in helping to get our country's infrastructure and to fund public services.
0: That's a great point. That, you know, you need to understand the tax system also to step back and look at the big picture of how does Singapore spend its money? Great point. Great point. So what do you think are three key concepts about the tax system here in Singapore that may be interesting for parents to think about sharing with their kids?
1: Okay. Maybe I'll go with the first point. I think uh, it will be our progressive tax system, Mm. uh, which means that those who earn more income pay a higher percentage of their income in taxes. This is intended to reduce income inequality and ensure that those with higher incomes contribute a greater share of their income towards funding public services. Number two, I think it will be our low tax rate compared to many other developed countries and this is intended to encourage investment and economic growth as businesses and individuals have more disposable income to invest and spend and the last point that I would like to add would be that the government actually provides different types of tax incentives for us for example there are tax incentives to help businesses to be more nimble and to fulfill their needs to stay nimble and operational relative to others. There are tax rebates, for example, for businesses to invest in research and development and to hire local workers, etc. And these incentives are designed to make Singapore an attractive location for both businesses and investors. And on top of that, there are also grants that are provided to help businesses stay competitive and relevant.
0: Okay, let's have a real conversation, okay, about, about the tax system. Um, so say you're talking to your young one and you just touch on the point of the progressive system of taxes. So say a young person comes and says, oh, do you mean, Daddy, that the more I earn, the more is taken from me? What would you say?
1: I would say that, yes. Uh, I mean, technically <laughs> speaking, if the more you earn, the more you've taken from you. But then again, uh, it is a fair system because, uh, you know, there is only uh, so much someone And if, let's say, you are earning a high income and the government is, you know, using the funds for a greater purpose, I think it's fair to contribute that share for nation building. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's about talking about maybe what the taxes get used for right, exactly. for everybody else. Okay, so say on the point of the low tax rate, and the little one says, how, how does this low tax rate uh, contribute to economic growth in Singapore?
1: So, for example, when you have low tax rates, it makes it attractive for businesses to come to Singapore because they are taxless, less right? Mm-hmm. So, when they come into Singapore, then they will set up companies, and that gives rise to job openings so that Singaporeans, locals can have jobs. And, and that really will help to spiral the whole economic growth thing.
0: Mm. So tax incentives, I, I think, you know, for a little one, it might be a little bit difficult for them to understand how it it helps businesses because it might be outside their sphere of influence. But you never know. I mean, some young kids I know want to start their own businesses, you know. They're selling yeah. lemonade, lemonade stalls. So you could perhaps link that to... Their own entrepreneurial needs. But how else can parents do you think make learning about taxes really engaging? And maybe you can pull from your own experiences.
1: I would say that the most relatable examples would be uh, those that are in real life. Yeah. So, for example, the child attends a school, right? Mm. So, the school, there's infrastructure there, there are teachers there. So, these are financed by taxes. Essentially, the government has to spend money to build. So that the child can enjoy all these facilities and you know uh, world-class teaching of the teachers that are in the school. So I think this is the most immediate example that they can probably relate to. Mm-hmm. Other examples would be uh, maybe the transport infrastructure, the parks that they are enjoying, mm-hmm. or even the local attractions, tourist attractions uh, that you see like Gardens by the Bay, Singapore Flyer, etc. I think these are visual. Things that you know everybody can see for themselves, and I think for the child, it will be easier to connect with these ideas.
0: Okay, even for adults, when it comes to tax-paying season, it can be yes. a painful experience. So, what sort of activities uh, do you suggest a parents could use to introduce this whole idea of from what you earn, some will be taken from you, taxes, to young children? What what activities can be done?
1: So, um, I think. In order to make students or children excited about uh, tax, probably we talk about the low-income uh, you know, families where they receive certain tax rebates. So, for example, the child usually gets an allowance, right? So uh, what the parents can do is to support them in for example, certain spending uh, when they have insufficient money. And this is a benefit that the tax system, for example, the government gives to low-income families in terms of like GST vouchers or rebates. So they understand the benefits of how these measures would, would actually allow them to finance certain mm-hmm. So I think we go from that angle first. And then they will appreciate uh, why is this important. And then when you have a certain income level, uh, that would make more sense because you can see that, okay, once you reach a certain income level, the government taxes you a certain portion and that is going to be channeled towards helping a certain group of people uh, achieve uh, these uh, dreams or goals that they have. Do
0: you think it's a good idea? Because kids don't pay taxes, you know, so some of them are like, oh, why does this matter? I don't have to calculate taxes because I don't pay them. So is it a good idea maybe to take some money out of their kids' allowance as a tax, so they get used to it.
1: Yeah, I think you can you can you can consider doing that because then they will feel the pinch. But then at the same time, I think uh, it goes both ways. Like tax rebate example that I gave early on.
0: I think it's a good idea because then that money can go towards a pool that the whole entire family can decide upon as common good. And then they can spend from the pool on what they jointly have decided, whether it's uh, exactly. you know, an animal fund or an animal shelter. So they get used to the idea that taxes are not bad. Uh, they exist for a reason, you know, you Definitely. can point out the roads and the shelter and the police person all funded in part by taxes so it's a really important topic i must say not something that we've talked about at all um, help us understand some of the common misconceptions that children may have about taxes apart from oh this is bad uh, and how parents can clarify these misconceptions
1: so, I think one of the most common misconceptions would be that you know the government actually impose uh, taxes to steal money from the common <laughs> folks, so it 's like uh, that 's not true because um, uh, as mentioned, those who are disadvantaged or belonging to a low income group they're actually receiving more benefits, and some of them may not even need to pay taxes so this is one of the things that uh, people have a common misconception on. Mm-hmm. Another one would be. That, um, you know, the government, what, what would they do with our tax money? And I think parents can explain that tax money is used to fund uh, public services and infrastructure like what was mentioned, the schools that they are in, the parks that they're using, the hospitals, etc. I think without these tax money, this would not be possible and definitely there'll be a lot of inconvenience in society. As, uh, at large or as a whole. So, of course, uh, another misconception that mm. people have usually will be that we don't really benefit from paying taxes. It's just paying and paying. Mm. But that is because they feel the pinch when it is taken away from them, the money that they earn. Mm. But then they don't realize that the day-to-day life that they are in, they actually benefit from all the infrastructure that the government has for us and all the benefits. Like, for example, even during COVID period, there were a lot of uh, tax incentives and there were a lot of uh, money that's given out uh, to us to support our living and so on. So mm. I think these are the things that can be addressed Yeah. so that people don't have the misconception, yeah.
0: It's a good idea. Do you also think that maybe around tax time, parents should cut down the amount of grumbling they have about, oh, it's time to file taxes. Oh my goodness. Do you know what I mean? Because that sends a negative message out as well.
1: Yeah, probably so. But to be honest, I think most parents wouldn't grumble about tax in front of their kids. They'll probably do really? it with other friends. Yeah. But... <laughs> But definitely, if, if, let's say, they do have the habit of uh, grumbling in front of, like, maybe the wife and the kid happen to be there, then I suggest that, you know, that probably should stop so that the child doesn't have that, you know, Yeah, you do don't want to put idea. in...
0: Exactly. I mean, you yeah. want to make the tax game something linked to your values as a family, and so they understand this whole concept of, again, greater good. So, um... Help us understand. We've got a bit of time on the clock, Te Ying, I, I yeah. know that you're co-founder of Good School Learning Hub, and when it comes yeah. to to the maths of taxes, actually it isn't that complicated, especially with a lot of the e-filing systems here in Singapore. But I want to ask yeah. you a question about maths. Generally, I mean, do do a lot of kids still struggle with maths? I mean, it was a struggle for a lot of people I knew in school, and you said you didn't like maths yourself. How how do kids do with maths these days? Do they still struggle with it by and large?
1: I think uh, it depends on the group that we are dealing with because there are some who are really struggling with mathematics and there are some who are still acing it and doing well. So for those that are struggling, typically it's because they do not have a system of approach of how to do their mathematics. So that is primarily the reason why they are struggling and, and yeah.
0: That's that, that interesting. Is, That's mm-hmm. interesting. Did you um, were you a maths whiz in school? Is that why your 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 business focuses on on maths?
1: For myself, I wasn't a math whiz. I actually did badly for my mathematics during my secondary school days. But through some help, I actually uh, aced it. Managed to ace it. So that really inspired me to why I want to help you know students who are falling behind.
0: Oh, how did you ace it? What happened?
1: Uh, I think I had some coaching and mm. which taught me taught me the right system. Yeah, so that, oh. that was very important.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. This is in secondary school when you had some tutoring, would you, would you say? And that made the, all the difference because it opened your eyes up into, what was it, how to think through maths?
1: Exactly. Because it's just like the tech system, you know, you need to have a system to have everything in place.
0: Oh, you have to have a system. Okay. Yeah. So is it about chunking these days or is a lot of the problems that you hear from kids really about understanding the problem sums because of the language?
1: I I think it's a bit of both but mainly would be the understanding of the problem and things tend to be more conceptual nowadays so you need Mm. to learn how to apply. I mean taxes are also being tested in in the exams. Oh really? They talk about taxes? Yes, but very rarely it is set but it's part of the syllabus because in mathematics they do uh, want to have students learn about real-life examples because that is really more applicable.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that they were doing that. Um, So before we let you go, are there any resources that you can think of that parents can use if they really want to have this conversation about taxes and personal finance with their kids?
1: If they want to uh, refer to something that is more detailed so that they don't get anything wrong, I think the IRAS website will provide a lot of details. But if they want something more of like a quick fix, mm. um, there are YouTube explainer videos out there. And educational games, maybe if let's say they want to make it more fun, they can play a game of Monopoly, for example. and and even Game of Life and introduce the concept of text at the same time.
0: Oh, fantastic. And before we let you go, one tip for parents out there on on why it's important maybe to help their kids with maths in general.
1: I guess because math is a skill where it promotes logical thinking and systematic uh, application. So it is really why it's so important. It's not so much about the content, but Mm. it's about the application itself. And this Skill set can be used and applicable in future jobs, I would say.
0: Yeah, or even. Anything around the house. I needed to build an extension to my roof and needed to do some measurement myself, and I didn't think mats would be useful, but there you have it. I actually used some yeah. mats there.
1: <laughs> yeah, even as <laughs> simply as uh, traveling, maybe, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Money exchange. yeah.
0: Sure. Or figuring out your air miles and which car to pick up. Very, <laughs> very important. All right, Jing, it's been great speaking with you. Thank you for joining us this morning on this short course on how to speak to kids about maths. Zhang Jing, there, co founder of the Good.